everybody, and welcome to Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and here we are at the end of all things, though. I think that's a line from a very different movie than the movie we're going to be talking about today, which is Halloween Ends. And in order to break this film down, we've got two very special guests, Jalen and Anthony. Welcome, guys. Glad to have you here. Oh, Jalen <laughs> and Michael. This is more Michael than the movie. <laughs> Wow! Oh, out of the gate! I don't know how long is it? We are a minute in, and shots have already been fired at Halloween ends. Uh, <laughs> I am very excited to break this movie down with you guys. Uh, I saw it uh, in theaters in uh, on Thursday night. Uh, it was not a packed theater. There were probably fifteen other people in the movie, but I enjoyed it when I saw it the first time. I got a chance to watch it a second time, and some of my opinions dropped a little bit, but. When I invited both of you on, the opinions got even louder and possibly <laughs> in the other direction. So uh, before we start breaking this movie down, first off, spoilers for this film. If you have not seen it, uh, pause this comeback. Or if you don't care about the spoilers and there really aren't too many, I mean, kind of says it in the title. But uh, feel free to check us out. Keep hanging on. And uh, we will start with our overall thoughts. So, uh, Jalen, we will start with you up at the top. Uh, what did you think of Halloween Ends? <laughs> um, I did not like it at all. <laughs> um, I it's sad when I like Halloween Kills better than this movie. <laughs> wow! And, I, and Halloween Kills isn't that great either. Uh, yeah, I remember because we had both of you on last year for the Halloween Kills episode, and I don't. There was not as much uh, upsetness mm -hmm. after that movie. I mean, we did talk about how that movie was a shock at the very end, especially that J uh, Jason, that Michael didn't die, right? You got the entire town shooting and stabbing <laughs> him and somehow he still gets away. Uh, and then they went and did this. So, mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Anthony, what about you? Yeah, this movie was a dumpster fire. <laughs> I mean, it was just all over the place. Like I did, and it's not even that I didn't like it. I just didn't even think it was a good movie. Like there was just so much about it that it was like, what? Why? Why was this the direction that they chose to go in? And I don't want to say cash grab, but oof. Yeah, that's an interesting piece we'll probably need to talk about, too, because the I don't remember what the situation was last year with day and date release of this film. Uh, I can't remember if they put it out at the exact because I don't when Peacock existed last year, didn't it? Yeah, it was the same. It was day and date. It was. OK, mm -hmm. OK. And so, yeah, I think it was more just covid related last mm -hmm. year. Um, I think covid was just spiking in the fall until. They're like, well, we still want people to watch this movie, so we'll put it out on Peacock as well. Mm -hmm. And then apparently wanted to do that again. Yeah. And they you know what's interesting? Known. They made a decent amount of money. The the opening weekend, I think they there was a lot of people went and saw it. Thursday night previews. I think it got like five million, which is a lot for opening night. But then they projected it was going to get 50 million for the weekend, and it only ended up get, only ended up getting, I think it was 41 million. So it, was, it came in under projections, and it also came in a little shorter than Halloween Kills. I think opening weekend of Halloween Kills was a little bit higher than this one, which sort of makes sense, I guess. I mean, some people were saying, oh, it's because, you know, it's on Peacock as well. And I think, I, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't both of you guys watch it straight on Peacock? Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Okay, and there we go. So maybe more people thought. I guess you, you had the, the diehards who were able to go see it on Thursday, and then all of the reviews came out, and everyone else <laughs> said, well, we'll just watch it on Peacock. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to get into this movie. Um, but yeah, so this is the one thing I will say, and, and I do actually have a lot of positive things to say about this movie. I've got some negative things to say as well. Overall, I thought it was an ending to this franchise, which I, they clearly wanted it to be. And in a, in a way, they were successful at that. Um, but it was it did not go the way that I certainly was expecting it to go. There was a lot of things that were way out of left field. And part of that, I think, is not a good thing at all. But then the other <laughs> part of it was I'm in a you know, movie going experience in the theater. And I was telling my cousin this and he was making fun of me for it. But I said, my jaw physically dropped to the floor multiple times during this movie, whether it was like, oh, my God, this thing is happening or, oh, my God, this thing is happening. <laughs> so in, in a weird way, it was it was an interesting cinema experience. So we'll uh, we'll start there, though, which was the first jaw dropping event that I had, which was maybe your guys's too, which is the opening of this film. So this film takes place, or at least it opens right at the same time as Halloween kills. So it's that same 2019 Halloween night, but we're looking at a completely different situation. So we're still in Haddonfield. Uh, it's the same street, I guess. It's, it's all, all of it. I think Haddonfield's just one long street. <laughs> if, I, if I know right, but it's like Nashville. A big, it's just yeah. one street. <laughs> Uh, it was a huge house, though. This was like another side of town or something. A super rich family has a, a guy over to babysit their son so they can go to a party. And this kid, whose name is Corey, played by uh, Rohan Campbell, who I don't know what uh, you know he's been in before. I can certainly check, but I was like, who is this guy? And he was he plays this super nice kid. He clearly has got some college ambitions, but we get to this really funny scene with uh, the little kid he's babysitting who says something like, I'm not gonna, you know, take a look. I'm not listening to some ugly ass babysitter. I think is what he said. And I <laughs> ugly ass laugh. boy babysitter I, too. Yeah, boy babysitter. And I was like, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what I was thinking. This kid, like, they made him look like an absolute nerd. And I was like, man, this kid's just kind of getting, he's getting beat up. But we get to a point where the younger kid tries to play a prank on him. We also get a great line though, where he says the boogeyman's gonna get you, and he says, no, he only gets babysitters. <laughs> and I was like. This kid's smart, but he, he knows he, what Michael Myers does. <laughs> he, he clearly was in talks with Michael because this whole thing got planned from the clearly. I, I mean, at some point, because they're connected. And so he uh, he gets locked in the closet at the top floor and he's he's screaming to get out. And it just so happens that the minute the parents arrive home, he kicks the door open. The door hits the kid and the kid falls three stories down. Next snap blood everywhere my jaw was on the floor i in a good way i was not expecting that at I'm all i'm glad that kid died <laughs> I, well, no, I, okay yeah in a way part of me i don't know is that a bad thing that kid was i annoying. mean he was annoying so he was a bad kid but i'm just sitting there going like what what is this movie i was like well, you oh, what is this michael's not even here and then it just, you know, cuts to the opening of the film. And so we'll start there because, like I said, that was my I'm not joking. you. I literally went when I watched it because I could I did not believe they were going to do that. Like this kid dies immediately. And now we've got this kid who I was like, what's going to happen? to him? So he basically murdered this kid, but he didn't mean to do it. Uh, Jalen, we'll start with you. What did you think of the opening? Um, well, even before that started, I kind of got taken out of the movie with the opening song to it it was too upbeat and i'm like 
this isn't a Halloween movie. Like, what is happening? Um, so that kind of took me out. But this opening, I had a lot of thoughts going on. Like, one, what a poor design of a house if you open a door and you could just fall over the banister. Like, how close is this door to this banister? There's that no you room just... between where it opens. It's a perfect, yeah. perfect <laughs> like, That was issue number one. Um, and then... This is going to sound really bad because a child just died, but I busted out laughing because he like <laughs> bounced. Like when he, he fell, did, he it, did. It, like, I'm like, I don't know if they didn't have the camera angle correct for this <laughs> dummy <Sucker>. that like <laughs> fell, but it like bounced. And that just made me laugh because I'm like, I, I like that was going to it as it at that point. It's probably best. Well, I doubt the they crashed dummy child. that fell from the top. Yeah, the, the crash dummy, like. I don't know if the mattress was too, I don't know, something on that floor. But I was just like, what is happening? Like, I don't think a body would really bounce up and down. But I don't know. Maybe they do. Hey, I I do not know the answer to that question. (laughs) So I was was laughing already. And I'm like, oh, I'm a horrible person laughing about a child that just died. Wow. Two two completely different experiences (laughs) in that moment. And now that I'm thinking back too, they did a really good job of the editing for it because he, the scene is that he opens the door and hits like hits the kid. You don't really see what happens, but then the next scene is at the ground level and the parents walk in and he Mm -hmm. just comes out of nowhere down onto the ground, almost (laughs) like daredevil did in that last episode of shield. Just out of nowhere (laughs) drops. Uh, Anthony, what did you think of this opening? Um, I was taken out of it as soon as they did the recap for it. Like, uh, yeah. and I don't know, I assume that was that you saw it in theaters as well. I assume it wasn't a, it was only on Peacock type deal, but like how many movies do you know that you go into in the, in the, the third and they have to recap it like that? Yeah. What was it? It was like a new, it was through the news, right? Uh, something, but yeah, I mean, either way it was like, okay, you don't really i mean i guess you need to know what happens before but you don't really need to like just all the the clips of you know the glory's house and all this i was just like all right well it can't be that good of a movie if you have to tell everyone what's happened before but i i don't know that was just a a nitpick um yeah i mean that kid was annoying uh that was a very strong door to not (laughs) give in after being kicked multiple times uh too many stairs to climb in that house for sure um and yeah, like you guys said, weird design. Just the whole house was weird. Uh, one thing that, and I don't know if you guys have even thought about it or maybe it's just completely wrong, but my wife said, she goes, do you think Michael threw the kid over the banister? Like that Michael was at the house or do you think it was, you know, he accidentally kicked uh-huh. the door and I was like, and I didn't even think to or care to go back. I was going to say, at this point, you're like, honestly, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah, she was like, she's, you know, at one point during the movie, you know, because he's getting, you know, accused and all this. And she was like, well, do you think he did it or do you think Michael did it? I go, I don't think Michael was there, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Michael yeah. was like, I'm going to prove this kid wrong that I don't murder children. Yeah, right. Just toss him over. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the you know what I thought was interesting and it was something it was easier to see on a second viewing but in the first I will say there are multiple times where I was just visibly confused while I was watching it because I was trying to do mental gymnastics with Corey of like okay you know what was it that drove him to do x y and z because there's a scene in that beginning opener where he goes to the fridge to get a drink and he grabs a beer 
mm-hmm. but he like looks at it and then puts it back and grabs chocolate milk. And I was like, oh, you know, he's like he's a good kid at heart. And I, I liked, though, the, the transformation that he takes. And I think, you know, to your to your wife's point, almost kind of was Michael that pushed him in a sense, because I feel like it was that moment that he kind of began his transformation. And but it was it was completely out of his control at the same time, because he's you know, the whole town is now against him. Right. He's been arrested. And I think he gets off. I don't think he he anything happens. It's not that the charges were dropped, but I'm trying to remember if it, it doesn't even matter. Because it, it, it didn't it go four years in the future. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he's yeah. He's taken off in a cop car, and then it's four years in the future. So, yeah, they didn't really say like they didn't say like if he served time or anything, but it was essentially like he didn't get the sentence that the parents probably wanted, which would mm-hmm. have been murder. But he didn't murder him. But it's like just that At least stigma. The mom, yeah. And he's now this pariah in the town, and that's where I was like, okay, you know, again, I can see maybe where the writers you know, David Gordon Green and them are, are thinking like, okay, let's, let's have this like full circle moment of, you know, the, the Strodes have been in this life cycle battle with Michael Myers. What happens if we introduced another character who joins that cycle of, of like death and hatred sort of thing. But to me, that should have been what the last movie was about. Like they should have done that in Halloween kills. That would have made things a little more interesting, I think. And they, they threw this in at the last minute, which was really weird. And you're right. Now that I'm thinking about it, Anthony, the, the scene you're talking about is right after the opening, which is Lori narrating the book she's writing as mm-hmm. the clips come up. And it was a clip show. And it's funny. Cause I was, I was like, I was going to tell Lisa, I was like, Oh, we should watch this movie. She hasn't seen Halloween kills. And I was like, I'll let you know if you know, you need to watch Halloween kills. And when that came up, I was like, yeah, she probably doesn't need to see Halloween kills. <laughs> like they, they hit all the highlights. We get, we're, we're good. We're at a good spot. Um, I did like, I don't know if you guys noticed this. I liked the opening where the pumpkins are exploding through the other, like each pumpkin mm-hmm. grows into a bigger pumpkin. And I think, I think there's a piece of that that's trying to say, you know, the, the poison that is Michael Myers has fully seeped into the town. And it's just like it, the, the evil is mutating. It's getting bigger and bigger, which is the definition of Corey again. This should have been in the last movie. This is not something you just toss in to say, hey, this is you, that sort of thing didn't happen in Return of the King uh, to make another <laughs> Lord of the Rings reference. There wasn't some surprise hobbit that shows up in that movie to save the day. He's the Catwoman of the Halloween franchise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Catwoman's <laughs> thrown into the Dark Knight Rises for absolutely no reason. Yeah. So um, let me ask you guys this. This is what I'm going to just keep asking these questions because these are all things I had during the movie. So, Jalen, we'll start with you. What did you think of this four-year time jump? Because we get, and I'd completely forgotten about it because I did not re-watch Halloween Kills, that uh, the mom died, Judy Greer, who was an absolute gem in those movies and honestly had one of the best scenes in this franchise in the first one, right? Where she's in the, and she says, gotcha, and, and gets to like, I loved that bit. And I forgot, I was like, oh, that's right, she dies. But we have like no grieving in this movie. Like they just skip four years ahead. The daughter's completely fine, which I was like, I don't know about that. And now somehow Lori is even happier. And so I did you kind of feel that same way? Yeah, I I didn't like how they just basically never really mentioned Judy Greer. Right. Um, I mean, I they at showed the end a of- picture of her. <laughs> good enough it's fine they, they yeah, the one of pay... her head on the floor with the blood <laughs> yeah yeah they couldn't pay her enough money to have her face appear in this movie um well because like at the end of halloween kills 
it's like, does, is she really dead? Like, is Why? she not dead? Like, you don't really know if she survived that attack or not. Um, apparently, I don't not. think they knew, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> so, I mean, I guess it was a surprise to me that she was dead and there was no grieving of her. Um, and that, yeah, they're all just happy and okay. And they're like, oh, Michael Myers hasn't been around. We're good now. I'm like, hmm. No, I, that's a lot of trauma to go through to just be okay. Not that, you know, there's a you know, certain amount of time you have to grieve or anything like that, but it just felt too rushed mm -hmm. to me. And there's a lot of horror in that family of like yeah. everything she, they all three of them went through in those first two movies mm -hmm. to have none of that carry. Like I, I was curious as to why, you know, why does she never look behind her while she's walking or like get jittery of something like a car passes by? They don't show any of that. It's like, she was just like, yeah, maybe she yeah. grieved every single day for two years. And we, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit of that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think it would have helped and it would have made it a little better. But I think maybe at the same time, the reason they didn't do that is because of the choices she ends up making in her relationships that uh, don't really add up to the experiences that she's been a part of. But Anthony, yeah. did you uh, feel that same way? Yeah, one thing that I don't understand is, okay, so Halloween, Michael's in prison, right? He's locked yep. up, you know, the, because that was the one where they go to, like, interview him, right? Yeah. And uh -huh. then they show up at her house. Okay, so he's in prison. Obviously, he gets out. Uh, in prison, and she's living in a fortress, a secluded cabin with yep. booby traps and locks and weapons all over the place while he's locked up. And then he gets out. You know, everything that happens in Halloween, Halloween kills. And then he's just missing. And she's like, yeah, I'm just going to move into a house down the street. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, a normal house. It's like, why are you living like you're a recluse in your own safe house while he's locked up? But the moment he's not and he's just like out there, like maybe dead, maybe not. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to buy the house on the corner. You know, <laughs> it doesn't need a privacy fence. I'm fine. Like, what was that thought process? Again, I feel like that could have easily and probably was explained during that four year gap of her mm -hmm. overcoming something. Because she says something like, I'm not I don't let fear run my life anymore. And it's like, yeah, but just like you said, you know who Michael Myers is. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't find the body, he's still alive. I get you wanting to have your freedom in a new house. But show us as an audience, like show us that transformation, because it just goes from super super paranoid to oh everything's fine but again you know if that gets us scenes like where she's got the pumpkin juice and she throws it down and gets <laughs> all excited that was awesome i loved that so i was like you know what i'm glad to see her doing that but at the same time i still was like it just felt so out of character for her mm -hmm. just from mm -hmm. what she'd been through so it almost felt like jamie lee curtis in a sense was like did you guys see everything everywhere all at once at all no. I have not yet. No, okay. there, there's just some new movies that she's been doing where she's a lot. I mean, I guess she knives out too, where she's yeah. got much more fun personality. I mean, overall she's had a fun personality, but in these Halloween movies, she's very serious. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if she was like, let me have a little bit of fun in this last movie. Like it's going to yeah. be my last one. I don't want to, I want to go out with a bang sort of thing. But again, that's us speculating. They should have told us. <laughs> they I, I, yeah. hope, I hope we're going to get a uh, uh, 12 seasons of it's going to be called Halloween uh, right before it ends. And it's going to be the four years that takes place <laughs> between Halloween right. kills and Halloween ends. It'll be a Peacock original 12 seasons. They'll, they'll get to the bottom of all of it. I love I mean, it. 
Michael will say, any of it, but <laughs> I will say to your point, Alex, um, of that line, she says about no fear, um, whatever that is. I mean, you kind of see that to bring this to the end when Michael's in the house and he just killed Corey and you just see like in the background, she just casually walks by, like she knows what's about to happen. And she just, she's like, here I am, Michael, come find me. And just instead of like hiding and right. being scared, you know, she just walks by so that he does see her to come find yeah. her. So I guess I don't know. No, that that transformation is was readily apparent to me, too. Yeah. And I think it, that that bit worked really well for me, that whole scene in the house with all of it, especially with what Corey did, uh, because then you actually got the scene of it. it's like, well, what what truly brings Lori fear now? which is her granddaughter not approving of her anymore, right? Like her granddaughter gets incredibly upset and she does literally the same Halloween cower by the stairs. She's like, no, no. And I was like, look, you're getting upset by your... She literally could have walked in two minutes earlier and would have known this. I hated that kid in that moment. I was like, dude, you ruined it and you made this movie even worse because <laughs> come on. Like she couldn't have just stood up and been like, or no, the minute that he stabs his, her, he himself himself in the neck. Yeah. She's just like, well, awesome and walks into the other room like yeah check the fingerprints but yeah it just <laughs> it felt like every There's... moment that we got that was really cool or like ooh, this is going to turn into something we got another moment on top of it that just kind of threw it out the door and it it, it was a huge bummer mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. and that granddaughter is allison so Andy Matichak as well. Let's talk about her for just a little bit. I thought she did a great job. I loved her in the other two movies. I thought she was a great pick for this character. And mm -hmm. I really liked her in this movie of just, again, with the information that we had of like, okay, she's, she's clearly taken her life in a direction she wants to go. She's not really afraid of anything. But then the minute, you know, she gets she's working at the hospital, too, which was cool. That part, I think, made sense for the time jump as well, because they're like, let's you know, let's give her a job. Let's make all these the kids adults now so they can do stuff. I got that. But then the minute that it was like she's just immediately goo goo gaga over this guy. So quick. Uh, so quick. But, you know, it was like a Hallmark movie. How quickly they like she like falls in <laughs> love with him. I'm like, what is this? I wonder if a piece of that comes from, you know, we talked about this, the ending of Halloween kills, right? No one on God's green earth could survive what Michael went through. And we had all said, mm -hmm. well, maybe this is them kind of leaning into the supernatural element of Michael Myers, which they hadn't done in the last two movies, really. And it'd been a while. I haven't seen a lot of the older ones. But I feel like they leaned into the supernatural stuff hard in this movie. And I feel like maybe that ending was them saying, hey, this is what's coming, uh, which I certainly wasn't expecting. But like you've got the whole him. I thought it was him reviewing Corey's life mm -hmm. and being like, ah, we'll let you live. But it was like him transferring his consciousness or so it was him doing something to where now he's like Michael Myers is we kept I kept calling him his ward is his, his, his ward. <laughs> Uh, but like that piece was very supernatural. But then I also thought the relationship with her and Corey was very supernatural in the sense of and, and the other nurse teases it around, you know, can you what if Lori fell in love with Michael Myers? And in a weird way, she kind of did throughout these movies, right? Like she's obsessed about him. She's constantly thinking all, all of that same sort of trauma type behavior has now fallen to the granddaughter. And she's following that same exact cycle. She doesn't even realize it, but it's like, 
Lori and Michael in younger versions. And so, again, as a concept, I thought that was really cool. They did not execute it very well in this movie, though, because I was like, just the minute that he showed up the first time with blood on his face and said something like, I don't know what's happening to me. I would have been like, I actually got to go. Like, I, <laughs> can I call you another time? Or that did not make sense to me. Jalen, did you kind of feel the same way? Yeah, I, I felt like I was tuning out a lot during the Corey <laughs> parts. Because I'm like, I'm just not invested. So most in, of the movie. Yeah, just not invested in in his story. Um, it just wasn't done well. And then the whole... Like I said, relationship, it was just too hallmarky for me. And I'm like, I'm not here to watch a Hallmark Christmas movie of people falling in love in five seconds. Like I, that's not what Halloween is about. So it it just took me out. There's a lot that took me out of this movie. Maybe it all came from uh, that scene with them on the, on the bike with the really cool synth music. And they were like, <laughs> we need to build a relationship around this because we got to keep this scene in the movie because that scene was really cool. I was like, ooh, that feels like I'm in drive or something. Anthony, did you <laughs> feel the same way about the relationship just not working? Yeah, it was just way too soon. Like even when they went to the, um, I guess the, the, the party or whatever, when, mm -hmm. when they went to the bar and then, you know, the, the kid's mom was there and, you know, starts yelling at him and then he ends up leaving, you know, right before he gets thrown over the overpass and somehow doesn't break his back but whatever um yeah and then like she goes outside to talk to him and you know they're arguing and this and that and you know i'm not a project you you can fix and all that. and then she was just like way too emotional and i'm like didn't y'all meet like three days ago yeah. and also how did <laughs> the fact that he works at this uh um scrapyard yeah. as a mechanic or whatever and she goes oh yeah my car's rattling and then he immediately knows that it's somehow the exhaust pipe. Oh, yeah, it's just a bracket. It's a five-minute fix. My guy, there's a lot of pieces in cars that can rattle. <laughs> like, what? How do you How do you know exactly what it is? Like, it was just everything seemed way too convenient. Uh, and for a movie like this, I mean, I get it. It's the, the end. But one thing that I need to, to get off my chest about, uh, David Gordon Green, is that the director? Yep. He needs to learn uh, how to foreshadow things a little bit more uh, subtle than he does. He showed the radio station. He showed two in the car and on the radio in the scrapyard. He showed, you know, the, the 99.7, whatever it was. Yep. He showed a billboard of it. They showed multiple views of the uh, radio tower. Yep. And I was like, oh, well, something's going to happen with this. Um, the corkscrew. They, there was no reason when the the nurse and then the doctor were at the doctor's house, and you knew then that she was going to get the promotion because she's a hooker. Um, and <laughs> like there's no reason at all that they had to just zoom in on the cork screw. Like yeah. literally, I watched it and I go, "Well, somebody's about to get killed with a corkscrew," and yeah. then 30 seconds later, uh, they kept showing the um, scrap metal, the the dumpster, the the yeah. grinder, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, okay. So at one point, Michael's going to end up in there. Like, I literally could see it all coming. And I even guessed when you saw, I think it was Corey. Because he originally, he got, he killed the, the homeless guy, right? Yes. yes. He falls at the bottom. And then, oh, that's what it is. He falls to the bottom. And then he gets dragged in mm -hmm. by Michael. Yep. And then, and then he gets let go, which, okay. Yeah, and then he. Yeah, somehow he Michael is him. able to crawl through that grate. 
and then pull him back through the grate and then hide back where he's stuck and can't reach him and then lets him go. It didn't make sense. Yeah, when he when he looked into his soul. That's right. Um, <laughs> and then he goes out and then he kills the homeless guy. And then he sees Allison again and is like, I killed a, I killed a guy. Yeah. And, and she's, she's like, okay. Fine with it. Like, <laughs> my man, what? And and I don't know. Uh, before we get too far, I see in the comments over here, Maya asked if Michael Myers runs. And the answer is no. No, I, I can't tell you. Do any of them run? Jason doesn't run. Does Freddy? Uh, well, Michael, he ran in the Rob Zombie movie, at least in Those the first count. one. Um, easy. No, it doesn't. Easy. That's why I hate it. Um, I'm pretty. They, they don't count in this corner storyline. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the only one he runs in is the Rob, Rob Zombie version. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, I've never seen him run. I've never seen Jason run. I've never seen. I don't think Freddy. Dude, runs. they're gonna get there. They'll get. You. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like uh they're they're water they're the lead the path of least resistance they're they know where you're going before you know where you're going yeah they do they do right they always show up way ahead of you and you're like what just are you doing? walk through walls and gates and whatever but um yeah i mean the the foreshadowing like i said i could see all of it coming and at one point i literally thought i go oh Corey's gonna be the next michael myers and then i thought it was gonna end with somehow you know it the the evil within michael is somehow transferred from person to person like a you know demon spirit poultry whatever and then again they yeah, don't ever so, elaborate on it it's a cool concept i think it's something that i i liked that i was like ooh, the idea i mean they they did a good he did a good job too david gordon green of really setting he lays things on thick. We'll say it that way. Cause he's clearly doing that with the, with the uh, foreshadowing, but he also did that with just the rotting of the town, which I really liked. Like I, you know, any scene with people in the town, they were always being mean to each other. They're talking about, you know, this part place is deteriorating or these kids are fighting those. Like I liked that, but again, it's just, it felt so meandering. It was like, okay, but like, where's the background on this? Like, are we going to figure out why is anyone going to tell us how Michael can do the thing that he does? You'd think if this is the last movie that they'd reveal something like, Oh, some shaman blessed him a hundred years ago or something like whatever it would have been, would have been better than us just having to guess on our own. And I was in the same boat as you. I, th I don't remember when the moment was, but I was like, Oh, so he's going to be the new Michael Myers. Like we've got the, I think it probably was the eye moment. I'm like, ah, okay. He's like, letting him go no i actually got screwed uh, screwed over in that one because i was watching it and i'm like okay so he sees him he sees all the bad that this kid's been through and cuts him a break and i was yeah. like mm -hmm. i was like okay like i like that again as a concept i was like i like that but that just doesn't seem like but michael, michael but doesn't I, care <laughs> but I, and that's why i was like maybe it's because he's like at the point of death because i was like okay maybe that saves halloween kills a little bit because the, the townspeople did their job like he's about to die. They just didn't get to see it. But then as it went on, he started killing people. And I was like, wait, so it's not that he got like he got away, but then he becomes the killer. And I was like, oh, maybe he like transferred his consciousness into him. But I'm like, but that just. Yeah, because as soon as he got away, that's when he killed the homeless guy. Yeah. And he st he stabs him. And then, and then what is which he that seemed at least more self-defense than exactly but you so, could tell when he did that that he just had that look and i liked that bit too where laurie was like i know something is off with this kid and that scene where he was standing right by the bush like michael yeah. did and i was just <laughs> like like 
I was like, Lori, you need to just kill this kid like now. We need to end this now. Uh, but yeah, so it's again, it just felt like so many opportunities for really awesome things that just didn't really pan out in that sense. And I'm trying to think of th- there was another great scene. I loved seeing Kyle. Uh, is it Kyle Richards? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool to see. She's now the cool bartender. I did love seeing that she was hanging out with Lori, too, because I figured I guess if you're in the same town as your babysitter that you grew up with sort of thing, like you guys would hang out in the future. I thought I liked that touch. But that mm-hmm. whole bar situation was strange. Like, OK, so you're your kid dies and you don't just and, and it's in the same town where Michael Myers was. You don't immediately just leave. And no one like, can move. Right. Like, and they have <laughs> a big a house. They make person. a killing on that. I guess they couldn't because it was uh, still condemned in a sense, right? Someone died in the house. So and maybe that's why. The but they're both hanging out at the bar. And at the, the husband's at the bar. The wife's at the bar. And the husband's like, yeah, I remember seeing that kid too. And he had evil in his eyes. And I'm like, <laughs> cool, man. Awesome. But, but again. Then why did you just, hire him as your, your babysitter? <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, this guy's got more clarity. What was he was drinking, like a bush light or something like that? I was just like, man, this guy is hurting. He's hurting bad. Hurting. I'm trying to think of a, any other big moments that were kind of. Oh, I, I did find it funny that uh, I felt really bad for Corey because his home life was terrible. His mom was psycho. Uh, but I liked his like I, I don't think it was his dad, but his father figure where his, he, his he uncle rides in. or something, uncle yeah. maybe I don't know. He like he comes in, guys like you're late, get to work, and then he goes, he then goes, hey, I need to talk to you. I bought you this bike, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? Right. Maybe you'll get to work on time. And I was like, <laughs> but again, sweet gesture. I love that every time his mom was meeting him, the guy was like, I hope you find love. I think that was the last thing he said to him was, I'm like, dude. No, man, he is not going to find love. He's probably going to end up killing you is what I thought. And he basically did. He um, got him killed. Let's talk. I want to talk about that because I think, and we'll see if you guys agree, that might have been the best scene for kills in the movie. Is that was like these, the only kills. Uh, yeah, that should have what it was called. <laughs> Halloween only, only, some, only a few kills. Uh, yes, we've got some band geeks who have been beating up and picking on this kid. Uh, Corey and I, I love that it was band geeks because I'm like these kids are these are tough kids, <laughs> and they didn't they they push him over the edge, uh, literally. literally and figuratively. And we get to this <laughs> this bit where they show up at the scrapyard, and he's full on Michael Myers. He's got his own work uniform. I loved the scene where he fires up the, um, and that was yep. foreshadowing where he fires up the whatever you call it the fire machine the. The blowtorch, the blowtorch. Thing. The blowtorch. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah. And so, and that scene was intense, where he just holds the blowtorch on the kid's <laughs> mouth. I was like, "Holy cow!" But by far, that kid thinking that he could pick off Michael Myers, and at that point, that kid was Michael Myers. But you think he could pick him off at arms with a gun? And then that other guy's like, "Wait, no!" And then stands <laughs> up to like get out of the way and get shot right. Ugh. Insane. So insane. <sighs> Because that was his dad, right? Dad, uncle, it was something. Well, I'm pretty sure it was his dad because it was the the guy who ran the the scrapyard. That was his boss. I'm pretty sure that was his dad. I just don't. The way that they made it seem like was that he wasn't like a father because he never said like, I love you. He never said, oh, he never called him son. But it was always like he was like the side guy from the mom is what I took. It was like it was like the mom's boyfriend or something. Or you, I mean, stepdad. Yeah, but it was, or I mean, it was at least the yeah, same guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
I'll say this is probably just my, if there is a favorite moment, this is probably my favorite moment of him killing all these kids. Cause I'm like, Oh, these kids, they got to go. Clearly I hate <laughs> children. Cause I'm excited when they all die in this movie, <laughs> but I was, uh, I was here for them all getting, um, getting killed off. But before that, I don't know. I did not like the fight of him taking Michael's mask. Um, I, yeah, I, I did not like that. that. Like fighting your grandpa for a war medal—that's like yeah, on the it just it didn't look good. Like it made Michael look really weak, which maybe that was the point. But I'm like, that's not the Michael we know. Like Michael doesn't get overpowered by just some kid and then gets his mask taken and is just like, okay, cool, yeah. I'll get it back later. But. Especially after I, he powered up too. Do you remember? I and yeah. I, I would. I'd love to hear what you guys thought about that. That scene where he's got the the cop because Allison is dating like an old, like a thirty five yeah. year old cop. <laughs> I'm like, this dude is. The minute he pulled up and walked up to the car and was like something like, "We going on a date or something?" I was like, "What? What happened during this four years?" Because <laughs> st some stuff went down, and I do not want to know about it. But yeah, he like takes him into Michael, and Michael's stabbing him, and then Michael gets like the shivers and is like <laughs> basically like powering up from the kill. And I, I was like, "Is he like that's how he recharges? Is by killing?" But then he, the kid, literally fights him and takes the mask afterwards. Yeah. I'm like, I thought you'd have been stronger, but that did make sense. Well, because he also killed the doctor and the nurse too, or he like helped kill them. So he like, killed the, he killed the nurse. Corey killed the doctor. Okay, yeah. So because yeah, he killed the, the doctor outside, and then the nurse ran up and she closed the door, and then okay. he just stood there smiling. He took off the like scarecrow mask, <laughs> right. and then and then seven foot eight Michael stepped out of the bathroom and then just. Stuck her I mean, I guess wall. that kill was kind of cool too. How he just like stabs her and she's stuck to the wall. I guess I, I, that was I pictured funny, Michael but... saying, "This is how you do it," as he like puts <laughs> it in the wall because that kid's like just hitting the guy over the head with something, and Michael's got a little bit of art to it. Like he's God, like... Every, every like as soon as that happened, I was just waiting for <laughs> like when he led the cop into the, the the storm drain. I was just waiting to hear, "I got another one for you, Daddy." <laughs> Like, I was just waiting for him to call him daddy throughout the rest of the movie. And like, like I'm, I'm picturing him like standing outside the wind, the glass window, watching him kill the nurse, like get her dad, get her. Like, That's so, my dad. I mean, so if they were going to have them like team up, well then have them team up. Like, don't like, don't just have them team up for one kill. And then that's it. Like, okay. If you want it to be a team up movie. God, I would have loved to see, you cool. know, in like in like shooter movies like Bad Boys when the two of them stand back to back and they've got their guns. <laughs> and Alex, Bad Boys 2 at the beginning when they're standing back to back with their guns and they're spinning around. Yeah. I would have loved to see that with Corey and Michael. Just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have had some like, I'm trying to think of uh, just those movies, like a King Arthur type, just a, like a yeah. slow-mo where they're fighting through people and Michael just slices a throat and then Corey comes underneath and stabs some other guy and they're just... <laughs> They're going at like that to rock music. That would have been so good. Or no, they would have done Don't Fear the Reaper like they did at the credits. Like, can you imagine? Burner, nah, nah, and they just start stabbing people. Oh, that would have been great. Yeah, like guy, John guy Ritchie, types. where are you at, buddy? Where are you at? Right. Again, they, yeah. they missed out on a golden opportunity for that because that mm -hmm. would have been even scarier too. If that have been like the first movie 
and it's just called Halloween, but you don't see Michael until like that scene. And the whole movie, you're following some other person who you think is like, oh, they're like a copycat killer. But in reality, they've been working with Michael the entire time. Like that would have been a that would a cool trilogy. Would I would have cool enjoyed that. It's gonna but... be three years before somebody else does this. Yeah, there. I mean, there's no question they're gonna do another one. Um, it's just what is it gonna be about? And I, I don't. I wouldn't even be surprised if Corey's the Michael in the next one. He survived from this because <laughs> you know how Michael always is. Michael for sure. Did not serve. I, I would be honestly would be upset if we see Michael again, just because it was so finite in the way that they showed. I would and, honestly see now. I'm like doing it in my head where I want Guy Ritchie to do it. It's got to be in London. Jason Statham is for sure going to be in it. Uh, Charlie <laughs> Hunnam is going to be Michael. Like they're not going to wear a mask. It's just <laughs> yeah. There's no masks anymore. <laughs> they're just always leaning against brick walls with cigarettes. I mean, it's just <laughs> Jack the Ripper's in it as well. Yeah. Yes. Michael, you just Michael read him versus Jack the Ripper. I mean, oh God. Who do we need to we're, talk we're to? We're giving Hollywood franchises at this point. This is free real estate, guys. Come I mean, on. honestly, if if they read the script of this movie and said yes, then I mean, they got to be on board with what we're throwing at them. <laughs> I'm telling you, like God. what some of these things was like. What is going through your head? I will say too, um, to get to it, I I kind of liked the relationship that she ends up having with the uh, police officer. Um, uh, was his Frank? It yeah. Was, it was, yeah, very cheesy, <laughs> but uh, also kind of cute. Like I, 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 the minute that he said, "I'm gonna take you to the cherry blossoms," I was like, "Well, Lori's mm -hmm. dying. Yeah, she's she's dead." And so I was kind of happy that she got out of it. But yeah, she's like, she did the classic like Western or you know old person line of, "What was that you were saying about those cherry blossoms?" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean the thing you mentioned 30 minutes ago in the movie? Yeah, no, we remember. Don't worry about us. Speaking of the person that we've barely talked about in this movie, we'll uh, talk about the main character, Laurie Strode. So, um, uh, Anthony, we'll start with you on this one. Do you think, and I probably already know the answer, but maybe elaborate a little bit on if this is the justice ending that Laurie got deserves for this franchise, the way that it ended? Uh, are you pleased with what she, what ended up, how she ended up? Um, yes and no. Um, before I get too far into that, I don't want to forget to mention that the actor that played the original Mike Myers, Nick Castle, was the flasher at the bar. Remember they were standing there and then there was a guy that, it was his Halloween costume, but he was playing a flasher. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Nick, he, he looked he was, like it. I was like, this guy yeah. looks really familiar. Yeah, he was the original Mike Myers in the, oh, the original one. So I thought that was cool that he was in there. But uh, no, I... I wish somebody out there with some, uh, you know, skill in editing could edit the ending of this movie onto the ending of Halloween, the sequel, the 2018 Halloween kills doesn't need to happen. I just need, I think it, this could have been one movie. I don't think it needed to be a, a full trilogy. I understand why they do it now for money, for whatever. <laughs> um, but I think it should have ended with both of them going into the uh, the the shredder. Chipper. Yeah, <laughs> the shredder. Chipper. Ooh, ooh. I, I think I think it should have ended with the two of them struggling in a fight, and then she realized, you know, the only way to end this is I have to take it in my own hands and pull him into it with her. 
Yeah. That's how I would have liked to see it end. But I mean, that's a little grim. Um, <laughs> no, but see that that it, plays but... into all of it because like they could still have all the things they wanted from this this trilogy, right? Because the whole idea from according to them was like this for the first movie was how the trauma affected Lori, how the trauma you know bled into her family. The second one was how that trauma affected the town. And then the third one is how that trauma mutates and spreads to others. So you could have them both die in the first movie. You could introduce Corey in the first movie as well. Mm -hmm. And then you could have the second movie have Michael Myers is not even in the movie at all. And it's him in the Michael Myers mask doing the killings. And you're like, this doesn't make sense. Like Michael's supernatural. And it's revealed at the end. Okay. It was this kid all along. That would be pretty cool. And you're having the, the granddaughter is now the new Laurie Strode. And then you'd have a third movie where I don't even know what they could come up with. Maybe Michael comes back. Whatever it is, you could pull it off the way that you said it. It would have played out way better. Yeah. And there was just there was just a lot of just weird, weird things in this movie. I, I don't know about you guys. Um, I don't have my, my grandma and my cell phone as her first name. Right. Yes. Thank you. And and I literally saw that. I go really like your grandma that you've been living with, that's been raising you and and helping you for the past four years. Her name and your phone is Lori. Like really. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the other thing that I noticed, and I don't know why it, it bugs me so much about like cell phone usage in movies, <laughs> but when she, you know, Corey was like, "Hey, meet me at the diner at nine o'clock." And then she texted him four times. One, he had an Android, so red flag. She should have bounced at that point. <laughs> Two, I guess that was the first time she had ever texted him because they were the only four text messages were from Allison that night saying, I'm at the diner. Where are you? Is everything okay? And then something else. Yeah. Just to, again, show you, I guess they haven't been together that long if they've never even texted each other. Yeah, well, and that tags on to the scene where he's at. He's literally eating dinner. I don't care who you are. He is eating dinner mid-chomp with his family and stops everything he's doing and just immediately goes down to his phone. And his mom's like, what are you doing? And he doesn't even respond. And mm -hmm. he's just talking with her. And he says, I don't have a costume. I'm like, is your brain, your brain that small that you like immediately <laughs> forgot what you're doing to say, I don't have a costume? Like, that could have waited five minutes for you to finish your meal. And his mom immediately gets it. It's like, dude, you're the reason she's been so upset about all this stuff. Like, that kid just right. screw was, loose. Was that before or after his mom kissed him on the mouth? Uh, yeah. Because uh, that happened at one point, and I go, hey, weird. It's probably at the same time, but yes. I thought was, no, she, what'd she do? She slapped him in the face and then said, oh. I love you, kissed him on the mouth and yeah. walked off. And That's I, right. yeah, I was like, man, this kid, I was like, makes sense that he's Michael. Like this kid is just, he's yeah. not in a good way. I mean, yeah. this, if this was in Alabama, it'd make even more sense. But, <laughs> but it's not. It's in, it's in the, the smack dab middle of Illinois. Yeah. That relationship, it kind of reminded me of Carrie. Like Carrie's relationship with her mom, yeah, is how I, you know, took it as that, you know, just not a great mom, and then you get that revenge on her. Yeah, and that was uh, we didn't even get to see it though. We only get to see a piece of it. But man, I I imagine she was probably terrified just because well, I don't. I wonder because he had Michael's mask at that point, yep. right? Yeah, so, he was wearing the mask. She probably thought it was Michael Myers. Yeah, so she probably didn't even know it was her own son killing her but 
So crazy. I mean, at that point, though, it doesn't matter. Like, if that's yeah. the last thing you see, it was Michael Myers. And that's <laughs> right? just a terrifying thought that, like, in the safety of your own home, she's probably thinking, what did yeah. I even do? Like, why is he targeting me? <laughs> you, you don't even know the half of it, ma'am. I don't know. You do not want to know who's underneath that mask. Yeah. Um, we've got a couple <laughs> comments on here. Late Night Alum saying, uh, not going to be seeing it in theaters. May watch it uh, on Peacock. Smart choice. It's okay. Don't you do not have to go see that in theaters. <laughs> uh, and then Maya says, "Who do you think will win a fight, uh, Michael Myers or Slasher Winnie?" <laughs> um, honestly, Maya, you know the, the jury's still out on Slasher uh, Winnie. We haven't seen them in action yet, so my money would be on Michael. But you never know. What about you Don't. guys? <laughs> um, I uh, yeah, I got. I'm gonna have to see uh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey before I make that final assessment. Uh, I don't know. Slasher Winnie does have Slasher Piglet with Ooh, him. So does Michael does Michael have Corey or is does, it just yeah, yeah. Is this a, is this a <laughs> tag know. team? You know what we need? <laughs> Alex, did you ever play uh Def Jam Fight for New York? Video I did, game? yes. Yeah. We need that, but with all the, the serial killers. Right, like that. a celebrity death match. That actually yeah. be, it's kind of like Dead by Daylight, but it would be kind in a ring. <laughs> that would be great. That's yeah. awesome. I don't know. Can we add in the, the killer Grinch too? Oh yeah, because that's coming. And we need I did that's that might have been my favorite part of the movie is there was a trailer for Violent Night. And so oh, really? I, I got to see no. it on the big screen. That movie looks really cool. You know, that's the type of movie that you could do a Halloween movie like that. Cause they really I mean like Santa Claus. Spoiler alert. It isn't real. But <laughs> um Connor, I hope you're asleep and can't hear me. Um <laughs> he comes he, running downstairs. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? If my camera goes flying, you'll know what happened. Um, <laughs> you know, because you have, you know, he just appears at the end of the or at the bottom of the chimney, and then like he's just kind of bouncing around the house. Like you could do that with with Michael Myers and the right. Yeah, he's the shape. He can move. They, they did that. I like that too. There was a bit where was it? It was either the granddaughter or Lori was saying something about a shape, and I was like, oop oop, it's the shape. I think that yeah. was Lori, like. Writing the, that in yeah, right in the book. Yeah, yeah. She I think was it was like, in the book at the end. Yeah. yeah, and she also alluded in the book too to the suicide bit, which worked out really well for me because I I heard her talk like I, when she mentioned that I was like, oh no, like that's probably what she's gonna do now. And then when she's has the drink and she's got the pistol, I was just like, oh man. And then the door opens and she's like, you really think I'd kill myself? And I was just like, <laughs> let's go. Fires <laughs> off two shots in him. He falls down the bank. Oh, that was so good. But then I was like, wait, how is he still alive? This 20, what is he at this point? 25 year old kid. And bleeding from right here. Yeah. He yeah. got like... shot in the heart. hundred <laughs> percent. Still has the energy to stab himself in the neck. Like, and not, okay. Not even that, but he's still alive when Michael showed up. Yeah, Michael oh, yeah, had to like was, snap his neck or whatever. Yeah. To, like, that was the the classic, the the killer's not dead, you know, last breath comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. if only I, Allison had stayed around to see that. Yeah, she I somehow wanna... figured it out when she saw the tower on fire. Yeah, oh, the tower's on like... fire. I guess my grandma must be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> she heard it on the radio. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Another thing, it took the police way too long to show up for a suicide call. And... Um, why does she have a lit jack-o'-lantern in her in her, in her just upstairs I, did, I was like is that gonna get a little smoky in that room yeah i'm like that seems terrible. like a weird place for a lit jack like i don't have any lit jack-o'-lanterns in my house 
and no. she's like, and just sitting next to another pumpkin. I'm like, what kind of room is this? She doesn't care anymore. She's that's she's beyond that. Yeah. Um, but yes, Michael knows. Well, no, okay. I was gonna say Michael knows where she lives, but there's the scene where she's walking in and Michael's out by the house. She should have sensed him at that point, but she doesn't. And so we get this big scene at the end, which you're talking about a little bit earlier, Jalen, which did have I I loved that bit where she mm-hmm. just quickly walked by because I was like, that's literally what Michael does. And I was yeah. like, she's getting her revenge. And that I wasn't I obviously I wish there had been more to this and maybe had been a little bit better. But that's how this, they promoted the movie. Like they promoted this movie like it's a big Lori versus Michael showdown. And then it's yeah. like five minutes. And, and like, there was, I don't know, it was, on, it was on Peacock. They had an ad for the movie and they showed that entire scene in the ad. They just, yep. they moved different pieces of it around, but they showed her putting him on the counter. They showed her pulling the fridge onto him and they showed it, her cutting his neck, like all that, but they just flip-flopped it all so you couldn't tell. But I'd seen the movie, so I was like, they're spoiling all of this in the ending. But I was proud of her because, okay, so she's got a knife in one hand pinned a knife in the other hand pinned. We get a fridge on top of the guy so he can't move. But she, And so then she slits his throat, um, but then he rips his hand out of the knife oh, and goes to choke, so gross. choke her out. Yeah, that was, I was like. Seeing oh. his hand like split in half, I'm like, ugh. And that how that was the hand that was choking her out. Yeah, right? like how and can he was also the one that, that got both of those fingers cut off. So like. <laughs> And so then, of course, the granddaughter shows up exactly at that perfect moment. And she's like, I'm not letting you go out this way. But I love that, though, because she's like, do it. Just do it. Just like yeah. she did in the last movie where she was like, just kill me. Like, they, yeah. he's a coward. He does not know how to kill the Strodes. But she cuts off his She doesn't cut off his hand. But she basically, I guess, what, sliced his hand. And so, so he, he drops out quicker. Yeah, I don't know. Wrist. And then he wasn't dead already from the throat slit. That was a lot of blood. Oh yeah. But know. hey, again, last one. We need to make sure this guy is dead. <laughs> so she should have slit the other wrist too. Cut off his legs. Cut off his head. But even better and smartly by the granddaughter, they're like, no, no, no. We're we're doing this the right way. And I love that the guy. What he says. Oh, I loved that line. He's like, sir, we. <laughs> was this like, isn't the right way to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, like he that. says this isn't the right way to do it. And then that guy who's not been in the movie at all comes out, <laughs> just pulls up. His car, he goes, Tonight it is. I would have loved if he just showed up on a horse. <laughs> like literally from that. He, just from in between the houses, just comes flying in with his cowboy hat on. <laughs> they show like a wide shot and it's just a bunch of fences and he's just like jumping, jumping them all as he gets closer to the screen just not tonight it isn't and then they... wearing a rick grimes costume yeah but I, I i won't lie that i did fist pump at that moment because i was like we're, we're ending him right now and so they they parade suddenly i guess i don't know if it was yeah, how the town while. knew that they what were taking that? him that? to the junkyard to... what's that app uh ne- is it next door yeah, yeah, yeah. Next door neighbor app. Next door app. tonight. Come on, come on down. If Fall next door doesn't special. use Glory, that, Glory that posted right before <laughs> she she slit his throat. She's like, I know, guys. I know I've made a lot of false calls on the site over the years about Michael, but this is a real one. You need to come down. We're ending him. Maybe her uh, be real <laughs> notification popped up, and then she took a picture of her, and then it was like all the cops in the street with Michael on the hood, and then everyone's like, oh. Oh damn! And then they all went down there. Weirdest, <laughs> weirdest parade I've ever seen in my life. 
Such a weird but hey, for Haddonfield, it's not that far off. And so, yeah, we actually get to watch Michael Myers get crushed in a scrap metal crusher, which uh, was kind of wild. So, like, bends his body in half, cracks his skull, twists him around. Did they do the job, Jalen? Do we think? Well, uh... I mean, it looked like it. I don't know how you come <laughs> back from that, but I don't know. But I was just thinking, this is where the kids, he murdered those kids. So are there just, like, dead kid bodies that's what les said too laying around the dead kids just in the middle of the street because like (laughs) you had the the one gal who and it was Corey that killed her crushed her head under the truck and then you had the the jock right next to her with the the mouth (laughs) burnt off and then you had the other gal that was like caught up in the fence yeah and then the kid in the car so i'm like they're just are they just dead bodies in the town? They just like, stepped eh, over. Okay. Maybe they were like, throw them in there first to grease that thing up. <laughs> Do it quick. I don't know. <laughs> Man, that's a great. I did not think of that. And that just, that, I'm about to have to bump my score down because there's a lot of things you guys are teaching me about this that I did not, I did not realize. Yeah, I did not think that you were going to like this movie more at the end of this conversation. Yeah, I, uh, well, no, I, I definitely don't. <laughs> you know what? I don't think he's dead because I think the scientist from uh, the the most recent Jurassic Park movie uh, got his DNA and he's cloning him right now. In a so we have a Michael Myers dinosaur on our hands. <laughs> yeah. Or I could wow. see somehow Michael <laughs> does some weird voodoo and they that was Corey that they threw in the chipper instead. And Michael, I don't know. I don't know what they did with Corey's body. They just left him. Yeah, right he's just their house the too. I don't know. Yeah, it's like I wanna, I want to believe because I mean, even half of me is like, well, did you get the remains from the scrap piece? Because right? if there's no remains, there's no body, and you know what that means with Michael. I mean, is but, it gonna be like H two O where it made you believe that she killed the wrong person, that it wasn't actually Michael Myers that she killed? Yeah, that was the one where he switched. Yeah, yeah he like switched clothes with the 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 guy in the ambulance, right? Yeah, yeah. And, but she doesn't know that and like chops his head off, but it wasn't actual Michael Myers. Like what if Michael made Lori believe that he snapped Corey's neck, but he didn't and he gave Corey his mask again. And that's who she killed instead of actual Michael. Uh, who knows? Hmm. Yeah. Who there's knows? a lot of what ifs on I'm this. trying to, you know, come up with some better ending. <laughs> I just are, you, are you saying you want another Halloween movie? You're no, trying to come up with I don't. <laughs> I, I need to know what Michael's been doing every day that isn't Halloween. What is he eating for four years? Living in they didn't sewers. even show like, any bones of anything in that sewer. He's just I beating mean, off. Did of... they show a rat? Maybe he's just eating the rats. That that'll be in the in the show. It's probably going to be in the special features, or it's going to be in the the more fun edition that comes to theaters in <laughs> two months. The more kills in time for Christmas. Yeah, just in time for Christmas. (laughs) To ruin this holiday for you too. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I I personally, my hope is that this is the end. This Mm -hmm. truly is the end. Um, I can. Jamie Lee Curtis has said that she's done. Yeah, and I I would think as Lori at this point in time, she did her job. She (laughs) she decommissioned the demon, and she is happy to ride off into the sunset and enjoy. I did like too that he brought over all those vegetables and was basically like. 
I grow my own vegetables. That's why I don't buy them at the store. And then in a very polite way of saying it, because she, I hate that she's like, you don't even need vegetables and like throws a can at his face. Right. Because that's, that's the healthiest version of vegetables you can eat. (laughs) Yeah. Mind boggling. Um, A couple other comments here. I see. So uh, late night said, uh, I think Pearl might give them room for money. I am dying to see Pearl. I've heard that that movie is fantastic and a very great slasher film. So hoping for that. Brian says Krampus. Uh, that's the sequel we need is another Krampus movie because that was a that was a really fun movie. That, that was, was pretty spooky. Uh, and yeah, diet consists of air and water. Yeah, exactly. It's just this is. Yeah. OK, um, <laughs> Jalen, we'll start with you. Any final thoughts on this final Halloween movie? Um, I wish I didn't watch it. <laughs> um, um, I. I watched it down in our basement and our cat came down and you knew it was a bad movie when the cat looked at the TV and just instantly fell asleep. He's like, this isn't, this isn't anything. So if the cat doesn't like it, you know, it's not a good movie. Um, I mean, I'm glad I watched it on Peacock. I didn't have to pay for it. We don't pay for Peacock and somehow it still worked. I don't know. Oh, you have the free version. Yeah. Well, I think so. Were there any ads at the beginning or the end? There's an ad at the beginning. Maybe that's what they're doing. Man, I'm I'm pretty sure we don't pay for nine. Peacock. Um, I was about to say, if you do, it's only $5 a month. But Jalen, check your email. Um, I actually got six months for free for buying my uh, Universal Horror Nights ticket. Oh, okay. So like I got an email from, I think it was from Universal. From Universal? Yeah, and it was six free months. Okay. That's a good deal. Yeah. Of the Without 499 version or the 990? I think it's the 499 version because okay. because we started to watch um, at the end of it. It suggested to watch prom night. And then oh, we started nice. to watch the original. Is, is that with Britney Snow? No, this was the, 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 yeah, that was the remake. This is the original. Oh, with the original. Curtis, gotcha. Which is terrible. Um, also was the remake. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, it, and it played some ads. It played like 90 seconds of ads before. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but there's no ads like during the movie or anything. Yeah. So that's a, hey, that's a good deal for those of you out there listening that um because I, I I had the free version but never really dove into it and I paid for the I paid for the nine ninety nine version. So there but there were still ads in some TV shows, uh with some of like mm-hmm. the older TV shows that were on there. So I, I don't know how their system works, but it's weird. And so hey, take know. advantage of that. If you can watch a free new movie, I would say that's the best way to watch this, right? Don't pay a cent for it, enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh Anthony, any final thoughts from you on the film? Um don't watch it. Listen to this instead, and watch Hellraiser, <laughs> and then watch uh, Hellraiser on Hulu instead. Ooh, nice, nice. Or if you've got the Peacock, watch Black Phone because that was. Uh, oh, is that on Peacock now? Yes, oh, I want to yeah. watch that. Very good. Way, okay. Way better. So much better. <laughs> it looked I will say it's it it wasn't scary. Just In like thriller, opinion, like psychological. Yeah. Yeah, yep. thriller more. I than like anything. those. I like yeah. those. Types yeah, of it's I honestly felt a lot. It was like sinister, but less scary in a good that. way. Like yeah, because even and my wife doesn't like pay attention to directors and all that. And we were like halfway through it. She goes, "Is is this by the guy that did Sinister?" And I was like, "It is." It definitely had I some like of those sinister. vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Awesome. Well, hey, both of you, thank you so much for coming on for this. I'm really glad we could wrap up the trilogy and <laughs> never talk about this movie again. Um, <laughs> But uh, had a great time. Uh, I'm sure we'll have yes. you guys back on soon. 
Uh, but for comics and cinema, that's going to do it for us here. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and we will see you at the movies. Thank you.